0: This week's episode is brought to you by Tush Baby. Welcome to the Modern Mommy Dog Podcast. I'm Dr. Whitney Casares. I'm a full-time pediatrician and a full-time modern mom. I speak and write about equipping mamas to raise resilient, healthy children and to invest in their own social-emotional health along the way. Each week, we'll give you the practical tools you need to win at parenting without losing yourself. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Modern Mommy Dog Podcast. Today, we're talking about a really interesting topic, which is about all of the conflicting messages that we hear as modern moms, especially us moms who are professional working women, working defined as like being paid. We know that all moms are working moms, but those who are in the workforce and really coming to grips with three different messages that we hear on the regular and what to do about those messages. And I will say that in the keynotes that I give, the presentations that I give in individual coaching that I do with couples or with individuals, these are the three areas that people have the most difficulty figuring out what to do about and really integrating together. So Three concepts that have been talked about at length recently out there in the media, in the news that people are are constantly talking about. So number one, right, is the concept of leaning in love me some Sheryl Sandberg. I love the idea of women rising to the top in Fortune 500 companies, of having the C-suite, of being like badass bosses, right? I I love that idea. I want women to be in leadership. I want us to be at the table with men as decisions are made. We know that representation matters and that when women are not a part of the conversation, when major decisions are being made, that the decisions are not as good or representative as they should be. And that goes for DEI in general. In my world, I focus on women. So that's important. And even if, let's say, you're not someone who's in a corporate environment, you might have your side business or your solopreneurship business that you feel like, man, I want to lean into this part of my life that I really care about the most at odds with that, if you're a parent, is your kids. And having a connection and a strong relationship with your kids that feels secure, that feels attached, that feels like you're doing the absolute best for them that you can, that you're setting them up to be as resilient and successful as possible, and that you're doing your part. I strongly am against the idea that moms can influence the overall outcome of who their kids become. Our children are their own individual beings. They will have their own unique failures and successes in life. They will go down paths that we had nothing to do with. So I don't believe, I know that it's not possible to create a situation in which it's guaranteed that your child will thrive. And I know that because I sit with parents whose kids do not thrive and who end up with all kinds of negative outcomes and who weep and cry over their children. And I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just saying I know it because I live there in the reality of it. And those parents put a ton of blame on themselves. And in 99.99999%, it's not their fault. Okay. There are some things that you can do That set your child up for success, for thriving, for being resilient in the most advantageous way possible. And those include giving your kids attunement, actually paying attention to your kids without any distraction in a way that actually feeds their soul on a continuous basis. That is things like allowing your child to learn by failing, giving your child times where they get to stretch themselves a little bit and where they have to actually figure it out and problem solve for themselves. You have to give them opportunities to learn in an unstructured way and play in an unstructured way so that you're not providing every single time a solution when they're bored. So they have to build their creativity. So there are a number of things. And on other podcast episodes, other blogs, we talk about what are those key issues. That you have to do so we have these two things at odds we have leaning in really going for your career we have building strong connections with your kids the third thing that we have is the idea of unicorn space or your own individual passions or your own self. Eve Rodsky wrote a book called Unicorn Space. I love it. It's amazing. It's so good. And she talks about that each individual human being has their own creative outlets that really sing to them, that that matter to them. You know, mine is music and dance. I love music and dance. You guys will find me at like any concert, anytime. I just went and saw one of my favorite musicians, Trombone Shorty, and I danced and sang and like, had a great time with my husband and my sister-in-law, and that's when I feel the most alive. That's when I feel like I am on top of the world is when I'm doing those things, when I'm singing, when I'm dancing. That could be like doing karaoke with my kids in the backyard. That could be doing a just dance competition with my kids. That could be dancing around to a Zombies 3 soundtrack in the car and like with the windows rolled down, right? Or it could be things that I'm doing on my own to go see amazing concerts. But all of these three areas of our lives are often at odds. So in the centered life blueprint, in our framework or model that we have at Modern Mommy Doc, we talk a lot about how to differentiate between what we call your center points and your center vision, the things that matter the most to you, the places where you want to input the most energy, the most focus, the most attention differentiating that from all the stuff in life that has to get done, but shouldn't define you. So that's like the non-negotiables, the things like laundry or the things like doing paperwork. If you are a professional sending emails, there's the swappables, the things you could be giving to somebody else to do instead of you doing them. There's the contaminators, the things that just fill up your schedule that really don't matter. You just spend a bunch of time on them doing them, right? For me, that's like, signing up for a bake sale when I really don't want to go for the kids' school. And then there's the heartstrings, the things that you want to do, you feel obligated to go to, a friend asks you to do it, but you really don't want to do it, and trying to figure out a way to fit those into your life. People can get pretty clear pretty fast on here are the five most important pieces of the pie in my life, and here are the things I don't care about at all, and I'm going to learn strategies to deal with them. But then when it comes to the pieces of the pie, the five things you want to spend time on, usually that's where these three components fall in, right? Leaning in, maybe your professional pursuits that really matter. To me, that's contributing to women. Your unicorn space, to me, again, music, dance, exploration of different cultures, travel. Third one for me is connection with my kids, connection with my family, loving on them. What do you do, though, when you have all three of those things that are coming at you at the exact same time? How do you prioritize those? So today, I want to talk about what are the steps you take? What are the things you do to decide in the moment when your kid is saying, I need you, and your job is saying, I need you, and your own personal needs or wants or desires are saying that I need you? How do you reconcile those three things? And so... I want to teach you what I do every single day in my life to really get a grip on where do I need to place my time and my attention. Number one thing that I do is to get quiet. It's to spend five minutes, even if I have more, great, getting out of my head and either into my hand by writing down what I'm feeling, how I'm feeling conflicted about something, what are the different needs that I feel, what are the perceived needs that I have from my job or for my kids, when I feel that kind of inner conflict coming in, or getting out of my mind and into my body by doing something physical, like yoga, like going outside and getting fresh air, like going on a run, like going and jumping on my Peloton bike and listening to music, even if it's for five, 10 minutes, right? Clearing the air, getting out of my head, because a lot of times what happens when we get in these places where we feel like there's conflict between these things is a sense of like overwhelm or buzzy. And we get really, really activated. And then we feel like, ah, and you can't make a good decision when you're in that activated state, in that state of fight or flight. Your logical thinking basically shuts down and then you start to make rash decisions or decisions that actually aren't in alignment with how you want to live your life. So that's first things first is I'm working on getting myself when I feel buzzy, when I feel conflicted, when I feel anxious, getting myself to a state of calm and the way that I do that is by slowing down and either writing out what my feelings are in that moment or getting out of my head and into my physical body by doing something that gives some type of release. And I'm not trying to be weird. I'm not trying to be sexual. That's not what I mean. Okay. I mean, like, you know, you're out exercising for a minute and you're getting like out of breath, and you're getting a little bit sweaty. If you want it to be a sexual release thing, that's on you, mama. Okay. That works too sometimes. So, okay. That's number one. Being on the go with your little one has never looked so cool or been so comfortable. Tush Baby is a unique, strapless baby carrier to help carry kids comfortably and stash your things conveniently, while also saving your back and saving you loads of time. Let's get real. Traditional carriers are kind of a pain, and Tush Baby makes it easier than ever to consolidate your things while also doubling as a hip seat for your kid. You know I'm all about efficiency, and that's why I'm all about this product. My favorite is the Vegan Leather in Black. But mama, whatever your style is, there's a Tush Baby carrier that you'll love to wear. Modern mamas need modern, stylish accessories, and Tush Baby has got your back, literally. So head on over to TushBaby.com and use the code MOMDOC, M-O-M-D-O-C, to get 15% off of your carrier. Then number two, I look at my calendar. For the day or for the week when I'm feeling like, well, my kids want to spend time with me, but what I really wanted to be doing was going and like doing this important work project that I had today and I have a meeting or gosh, I feel like I've been missing time with my partner. I'll I'll start with the day and I'll look and see, is there something on my plate today that could wait Is there something on my plate today that is going to take the place of something more important to me today? And that varies day to day, which is why you need the moment to get out of your head, right? Sometimes that is, you know what? I think the thing today is that my kids are acting up. My kids have been telling me verbally that they miss me. I can tell that they're extra clingy. Today is a day that my kids are the priority. Okay, so what else can I take away in these other plates to give them the attention and the time that they need and that I need that we both want? Maybe that's saying no to a meeting. Maybe that is spending less time working on a work project that you would have already done, moving that to the nighttime or to the next day. Maybe that's skipping a workout or skipping an activity that you were already planning. Then, I look and I see, is there anything in the next couple days that in advance or in the next week or in the next month that I need to shift? Is there something I need to plan for the future? Because if I've been feeling like this and it's just a today thing, like that's cool. Then I can just remove a few things off my plate and I can just get right to it, hanging out with my kids. But sometimes I'm like, you know, and this is a pattern. Okay. I need to start planning some dates with my youngest. I think what I need to do is start making it a point that on Saturday morning, she and I are going to get up in the morning and start go getting donuts. We're going to ride her little scooter. I'm going to walk. I can tell that I need to lean into that. Really what it comes down to is awareness of what is your body telling you? Am I getting that feeling of kind of like buzz or of my heart beating fast or my throat is all closed up all the time? If so, okay, I need to step back and say, what is the area of my life where it feels like it needs the most input and that feels good to me? Now, this is going to take you really understanding a ton about boundaries and about what you need versus what other people need, okay? Because if you go, what needs the most attention right now? How will I make it so that I don't feel like buzzy, but you're like, So, what I'm gonna do is go take care of that other person's need and I'm gonna feel I'm gonna like leave myself at the desk. That's not gonna work, right? It has to be that you're doing this in a way that feels like it still fuels you. So, to me, if I'm making a decision to not finish patient notes, for example, at the end of the day, so I can go back early and spend time at home with my kids because I know they've been missing me a ton, I have to do that by checking in with myself and saying, Is that because I just feel guilty with my kids or is it because it's a real need that I think, you know what, no, that's valid. My kids need me today. If I'm telling my kids, listen, I need to be on the Zoom meeting so that I can do this recording, is that I really want to do it or because people expect me to be there on the meeting? So it takes some checking in with yourself to saying why am I making the decision? Is it for the benefit of other people or is it because this actually moves me in the direction that I want to go? Okay, so number one, was stopping getting out of your head and into your body or writing things down and externalizing what your feelings are so that you are building awareness. Number two is taking a step back and thinking about is there some place on this priority wheel that I feel like I've maybe been neglecting a little bit and that I actually personally in alignment with my boundaries want to dig into. Number three is looking in the short term at your calendar for that very day. Is there something I could do today that would move me in that direction? Sometimes there isn't. Or can I give myself self-compassion that today is not the day I'm going to be able to change it? For example, if my kids call today, I'm at a hotel today. If they call today and said, mommy, we miss you so much. We need you to come home. You've been taking too many trips away, mommy. Sometimes they do that and it's real, right? Right. I can't just get on a plane tonight and fly home. I'm gonna have to kind of sit with that and say, okay, I'm gonna give myself self-compassion. Maybe I have been leaning a little bit too far in this one direction. In order to bring myself back to the center, I'm gonna sit down and plan out how am I gonna have some special time that I am going to give to that part of my circle. I like to think about this type of exercise like this. If you imagine yourself in the middle of one of those things at the park, like, do you know at the, at the park where the kids have those little skateboards or those little balancing things or like a the top of like a bossu ball where it's the upside down ball, then it has the little flat plastic on the top, right? And if you stand directly in the middle and are balanced, you actually might fall over if you just stayed like right in the middle the whole time. It's impossible also, right? You can't do it. You can't constantly stay balanced. If you go completely over to the right side or to the back or to the front or to the left, you're definitely going to fall over. The way that it works to actually stay on a basu ball is to like little step to the right, little step to the left, little step forward, little step backward. So what you're trying to do is like stay as close to the center as possible. And you're paying attention to your core, to the middle of yourself in order to do that. And that's how I like to think about your center points is that you're kind of constantly aware of where am I in terms of the push and pull of all these different parts. Okay, have I gone a little too far over into work and I need to go a little bit further toward my kids? Have I gone a little bit too far to my kids in terms of like I've been giving to them but not paying attention to my own creative needs that I have? Okay, I need to like reel it back in a little bit okay, do I, okay, now I've gone this way a little bit and trying to make it so that instead of you going so far over from one side to the other, instead of it being like a super wide pendulum swing over time, you're just making micro adjustments all the time and where you're placing your time and energy. We all know that balance is an elusive dream. There is no such thing as perfect balance for more than a couple seconds, even on a suit ball, Right? What it is about in life is just taking little micro steps back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and keeping it as close to the center as possible while you're making those adjustments instead of having wide swings because it's the wide swings that make us feel like we have to compensate, compensate, compensate. That's why people talk about for partners who have kids, taking date nights on a regular basis, right? That's why people talk about when you're exercising, exercising every single day instead of being a weekend warrior, right? Our bodies hate it when we go from like too much input to no input. Our partnerships don't thrive when we go from, I'm going on like a huge romantic escape with you for like weeks and weeks. Our our kids suffer for that, right? It's better to take small little bits of taking care of yourself. It's better to have small inputs into making sure that your kids have a strong connection with you. It's better to have consistent input into your creative needs and what makes you whole so you don't have to sacrifice one for the other. So when people ask me, how do you balance How do you make sure that you're taking care of your kids and your unicorn space and your job and your work? To me, it's about constantly building awareness and making micro adjustments in my schedule and in my energy input or focus on a daily basis, on a weekly basis and on a monthly basis. And the more that you practice doing it moment to moment or on a daily basis, the easier it is then to make adjustments on a larger scale. You do not have to be one person and have one identity as a working mom. In fact, you you can't, right? You are a mom. You are a lover. You are an employee or an employer or a leader or business leader. You are a homemaker a lot of times along with somebody else, right? You are a friend. You are a daughter. You are so many things all at once. And so the trick is to try to not swing so far from thing to thing all the time. Although every once in a while, there's a moment you got to just like full on be just, you know, daughter to your aging parents or it to be full on just mom to your kid that ended up in the hospital for two weeks, right? But we want to make those the rarities and instead make it that you are going back and forth, back and forth from each of these places in small incremental steps instead of large swings. Mama, it is here and available for download. It's the new Modern Mama's Club app. We are so ready to join you on your personal journey from conflicted to centered. We want to take you on an evidence based path from feeling conflicted all the time, from feeling pulled in all kinds of directions, from feeling burnt out to feeling really purposeful and aligned. As you move through your working motherhood experience, no matter what is happening around you. So go check it out in the app store. Hey mama, if you want more of the modern mommy doc podcast, make sure that you click subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We'd also be so honored if you shared with your friends and on social media with the hashtag modern mommy doc. If you share about something that inspired you or that you learned from the podcast, we'll be sure to share it on our social media as well. Thanks for listening.